For those of you who don't know me, I'm Greg McCormick. I'm the pastor here at Change Point Northeast. Well, that'd just be you guys, but you know me, so that doesn't matter. Um, today's message is going to be a bit different. Today is, is what I call the state of the church address. And, you know, in, in the last couple of years, what we've done is I've, you know, wrote out a bunch of figures for you and stats and where we've come from and, and all that stuff. I'm not going to do that today. Instead, what I really want to do is talk to you. I want this to be a family time. I mean, a time for, for us to, to really take a look at four things. And so I've titled this sermon today, um, or this, this time together, Taking a Look. And what we want to do in our time together today is, is take a look back, take a look at right now where God has us, Take a look ahead to where God is leading us, and then take a look at you and how you fit in, okay? So now, let's take a look back. Two years ago this month, we began a journey together. I don't know how many of you were here when we first got started. Let me see your hands. Wow, cool. Two years ago, we took a journey together. We began it, and and from the very first service until today, I have intentionally placed before you every week, as often as I could, that we are a family on mission together. I wanted us to be a church on mission, a church that makes a difference in our community. And I got to tell you, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I love the movies. When I think about mission, when I think about being on mission, there are two characters that come to mind when I think about being on mission together. Take a look at this video clip. This is what? If I take one more step, it'll be the farthest away from home I've ever been. Come on, Sam. Remember what Bilbo used to say? It's a dangerous business, Frodo. Going out your door, you step onto the road, and if you don't keep your feet, there's no knowing where you might be swept off to. I love movies so much I wanted to bring, make my church and put it in a the theater. How about that? <laughs> hey, if I take one more step, it'll be the furthest that I've ever been. And I'm going to tell you every day for the last two years, every time we took another step, it's, it's the furthest we've ever been. 
And God has done some amazing things. You know, I look at this, at this, this clip here, and I love the Lord of the Rings trilogy, man. I, I think about the journey of Frodo and Sam, and I got to tell you, it, the journey... The journey was really a whole lot less about what you think it was in the beginning than what it ends up being. You know, I always thought when I first started watching the trilogy that the journey was really about Frodo and the ring, right? But the more that thing unpacks, the more you realize that Sam is just as much a part of that journey, in my opinion, probably more a part of that journey than Frodo. And, and, and think about the mission that, w- that they were on together. They were on a mission together to do something that they could not do apart. Sam doesn't make it if it's not for Frodo. Frodo doesn't make it if it's not for Sam. And it's their partnership together that allows them to complete that mission. It's an incredible partnership. It's a story of a common vision that's shared with a common mission that neither one of them would have been able to complete doing it alone. But together, drawn from each other's strengths and, and abilities and, and gifts, we, we saw, how many, first of all, how many of you know about the Lord of the Rings trilogy? I'm just, yeah. So then you know that at the end of the movie, you know, together from, 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 from operating from each other's strengths and helping each other in their weaknesses, together they were able to do some amazing things, classic struggle against A good against evil, classic struggle, the same struggle that we struggle with. Classic struggle between good and evil. Well, from the day we open our church doors, we've been a church on mission together. From the day we open our church doors, we've been hard after seeing the vision that God gave us come to pass. And our vision, family, is is life in Christ for every Alaskan and the world beyond. Now, I got to tell you, that's a lofty vision. And it's hard for me to get my arms around it. Think about it. Life in Christ for every Alaskan and the world beyond. Can you imagine? I, I can. Some. What, what it would be like if every single person you ran into was a follower of Jesus Christ? Wow. Can you think about every person from the largest city of Anchorage to the tiniest village in Alaska being followers of Jesus Christ, life in Christ for every Alaskan? I got to tell you, that's daunting to me. I can't get my arms around that. I can't wrap my mind around that, but I tell you what I can wrap my mind around. I can wrap my mind around life in Christ for the residents of Mountain View. I can wrap my mind around life in Christ for the community of Fairview. And the military communities, which are the targeted communities of this church, I can get my arms around that. Hmm. Life in Christ. Imagine that. But that, that vision coming to pass can only happen if we are on mission as a family together. So what's our mission? Our mission is to make disciples of Christ who do three things well. Enjoy God, are being transformed by his presence in our lives together, and and then demonstrating life in Christ together. 
I, I look at it like three sides of an equilateral triangle, all three sides being of equal importance. And all three speak to the relationships that we have. The first is the up relationship where we cultivate our relationship with God. Much like what we sang that song just a few minutes ago, I'm coming back to the heart of worship where it's just all about you. It's just you and I, me being in your presence just as I am. Worship, being who I am in the presence of the great I am. It's all about enjoying God together with a sense of belonging to each other in an in relationship where, where it's all about relationship with those in our inner circles of influence that God places in our lives, then it's all about the out relationship where God gives us this mandate to advance the kingdom of God to those that are lost in a lost and dying world. So worship, belonging, following, partnering together, sharing our stories and investing in one another. relationship. And so from the very first day we opened our doors two years ago, we've been about being a family on mission together, enjoying Christ together, being transformed by his presence together, and then demonstrating life in Christ together. That's who we are. That's our mission as a church. Now, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1, beginning at verse 3. Are you there? Did you find it? It'll be on the screen for you too. The Apostle Paul expresses my sentiments really well when he writes this passage. He says, I thank my God in all remembrance, all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all making my prayer with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion to the day of Jesus Christ. Now, let me see if I can get through this without, without crying. Man, I am so thankful to be your pastor. I'm so proud of what we've accomplished already as a church. I'm so thankful that God has placed you in my lives and me in yours, that he's given me the, uh, the opportunity to speak into your life and to speak into mine, to be on mission with you, to cultivate life in Christ together. I am proud to be able to do that with you. When I think about you, it brings a smile to my face. I thank God for you all of the time. And because when I asked earlier how many of you have been here from the very beginning, many of you have been partners in this journey with us from the day we opened our doors, from the very beginning. And I am thankful, and I am proud to be your pastor. We should give ourselves a hand. But now there's been, there's someone who has been on the journey with me 
since before the church doors opened. And that is my wonderful, wonderful wife. Flesh of my flesh, bone of my bone, rib from my ribs. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Baby, why don't you come up? Mm-hmm. No, put the Bible down. For those of you who don't know, this is my wife. Uh, my better half, an amazing woman. And honey, I'm just, I'm thankful that you have been with me from the very beginning. 32 years, you guys. And so we want to honor you today, the church family does. Yeah, we'll just put the, no, you, you hold on to that because it's pretty heavy. Give my wife a round of applause. Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's amazing because, you know, um, I, there's no way I can do what I do without her. And for those of you who are intricately involved with everything that goes on around her, you know that my gift is not administration and hers is. And she has really laid some foundational things here organizationally that has really helped our church and will serve us well in the days ahead. Um, we have come a long ways. Where are we now? Where are we today? Well, I believe we are enjoying God together. You know, we have a, every week, um, we, we gather together here for worship. And I'll tell you, this time last year, I was leading worship. And I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off, man. You guys remember that? I mean, I'd lead worship, and then I'd host, and then I'd step down and go serve communion, and then I'd shake hands on the way out with people. And I mean, I was, I was doing everything, and I got to tell you, services were really, really rough. Weekends were really rough. I was the only person on staff at that time. And then God brought us Jose back in December of last year. Thank you, Jesus. And Jose came on board as our worship pastor. Jose, I'm glad you're here. Where are you? No, don't worry about it. Yeah, he's working. He's ministering. Um, God brought us Jose, and, and then God, God brought people to be around him, built a team around him of solid men and women. Peter Burr and Dennis Smith and Carrie Whitty, you know, joined the team. And, and I got to tell you, they have a vision for worship to take worship to the next level that is amazing. How many of you want to see worship go to the next level this year? Let me see your hands. Be careful what you wish for. I'm telling you, man, God, if God gives us what these men and women see worship to be, holy smokes, hang on, because it's going to be good. So we gather here on the weekends. We have times of great worship and fellowship and community, and we worship together at first corporately. I think it's really, really important for, for young girls and young boys to see their families, see their fathers and their mothers lifting their hands to Jesus in worship. I think that's important. And so we intentionally built into our worship services a time for families to worship together in the service. And then, and then last year I was hosting. Now we have a team of hosts, you know, to include Travis. 
and Rick and Eric and Ty. And I got to tell you, there's like this little uh, rivalry going on as to who could be the best host. <laughs> and it's amazing because everybody always busts Rick out because Rick, you know, when Rick first got up there, <laughs> wasn't pretty, wasn't Rick. No. But listen, I'm watching, we're watching God grow us. Grow us and to be comfortable with one another, growing me as a leader, you know, to be able to lead in ways that I'd never been able to before or had the opportunity. And I'm challenged all the time in relationship by these men and these women, and it's been awesome. It's been an awesome privilege. So, you know, regarding family services, on September 1st, two weeks ago, we had our first family service, and it was, it was really a restructured family service. It's where families now come together in this, in this theater with a real opportunity to worship together, to serve together, to be together. It's, it's I believe it's God-breathed. I'll tell you this, I love thinking about what it looks like to have the worship team up there and, and, and to have members of the worship team with their kids up there worshiping with them and the ushers and the greeters with their children w with them and teachers with their children with them while the service is going on, learning the things of God at a very early age, raising our children in the things of God, seeing it modeled, seeing it demonstrated, and then stepping into it. I believe that that's what God would have us do. And so our family services this year will be structured around that. There'll be a teaching time where myself or other teachers will come up and, and pour out it with, with, with um, topics, specific topics that are geared towards our young people and our children to feed them, specifically right here in this service. I'm excited about that. We began that this year. We observe the ordinances together. Every second Sunday, we have communion together as a family. And, you know, I'm watching, I'm watching men. I, listen, I, I love a manly church. I do. Sisters, I love y'all, but there's nothing like a manly church, is there? I mean, think about this. How cool is it when you walk in and you see men leading the church? And so you have men that are, that are hosting. You have men that are ministering communion. You have men that are serving. I, my heart just almost burst with joy last week as I, as I watched Key and Chris administer communion together. It was amazing. Loving, this, loving how God is growing us. Another ordinance we celebrate is baptisms, and this last year we held two baptisms, and we baptized nine people. Then two weeks we're going to have another baptism service where we're going to baptize more, observing the ordinances as a family, enjoying God together. Church potlucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many of you been to the potluck? Let me see hands. What an awesome time of community and fellowship to build a sense of belonging to one another. That's what they're all about. And, of course, the good food. All right? And that's what we're doing to enjoy God together. 
What about being transformed together? This year coming, and, and by the way, when I say this year, our, our ministry year runs from September 1st through August 31st. So we began a new ministry year on September the 1st. And so this year, this ministry year, we're going to add another component to our services, personal testimonies where those of you who God has been doing awesome things in your life are going to have the opportunity to step in front of the church family and declare and decree what God is doing in your life. The Bible tells us in, in the book of Revelation that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimony. And you never know what you have already gone through or what you may currently be going through, how that, that testimony just might Spur someone just on to just keep going. I, I, you know, if, if you've gone through it, I can hold on just a little while longer. If God can take you through it and he's no respecter of person, surely he can take me through it too. And so this year we're going to have a time where we're going to be giving personal testimonies here to see how God is working in our lives. I have to tell you, while we haven't done it much here, there's not a week that goes by that I don't hear from you as your pastor some of the personal testimonies of what God is doing in your lives. This last week alone, I heard testimonies of marriages being reconciled, testimonies of supernatural provision being, being given to, to people. Testimonies of bodies physically being healed. Testimonies of broken relationships being mended and brokenhearted people finding refuge. I've had heard testimonies from many of you about the refuge and the, and the sanctuary and the sense of belonging and purpose that you found being right here in this church family. Stories of lives being changed. Transformation taking place that we know only occurs through the power of Jesus Christ and his transforming work in our lives. And I'll tell you this, family, strap it on because I really believe that the best is still yet to come. So look ahead. What's ahead for us this year? What can you expect that we together, that we will accomplish together this year? Well, as I already told you, we're going to continue in the vein of having family services together. We're going to continue having times of corporate worship where, where children will be worshiping with their, with their parents. And then we're going to continue to have and restructure our family service so we're, it's a, an exciting time for the entire family to be together. You know, this last year, speaking of, of families being together, this last year we've ex we experienced a tremendous influx of young kids. Um, and, and, and as a matter of fact, on Sunday it became um, it, such a significant load on our children's volunteer staff that you've, you heard us time and again saying, hey, we need more volunteers. We need more volunteers. We also recognize the need for there to be someone at the helm of that ministry. And so this year, as you've seen in your bulletin today, we put in our budget to have a part-time children's ministry director whose goal is going to help us to see life in Christ for the next generation. And we believe that by adding this position to our church, we're going to, to see uh, the benefit of, of this position helping to um, 
provide the tools and the resources that we need for parents to disciple their children in a much better way this year. And so very, very excited about that. And, and if you are interested in applying for that position, you can go online to www.changepointnea.com. Click on the employment tab, and, and the whole job description will open up for you. We're going to continue to do potlucks and social gatherings. If you look on the events calendar on our website, you'll see that it's already starting to be populated. We are anticipating not only having quarterly gatherings and quarterly potlucks, but gatherings off the campus, you know, maybe possibly around holidays where we can come together as a family and just, just have fun together. Looking forward to that. And then we will also still continue to observe the ordinances of communion and baptism this year. At a very minimum, we'll still have communion on the second Sunday of each month and baptisms quarterly. And, and we will increase that frequency as the need arises. Okay? And this year, we're going to add parent and child dedications. You notice I didn't say baby dedications? Because the baby has no idea what's going on. But the parents do. And so this year, we're going to incorporate in our services parent and child dedications, where we're going to invite the entire family to be a family. How many of you know that you can't raise your kid alone in this, in, in this day and age? It's impossible, right? It is. It takes an entire family. We are family. And so the, the, the baby, the, the uh, child dedication and parent dedication is designed to stand that family in front of this church family and say, we want you to help us raise our child in the, in the things of God. And we want to do that this year. Okay? We want to maximize our effectiveness as a church. We'll continue to, to build a solid church infrastructure and add organizational processes we're already in the throes of doing that as there's been a newly formed administrative team who uh, has, members of this administrative team have, uh, have, have representatives in every facet of ministry. So every single ministry in this church will have someone who's working with them in an administrative function to pull under one umbrella, if you will, all the ministries so that we can function in unity and function as one, and keep driving towards our vision and our mission. This year, we're going to continue to work towards organizational independence. And I want you to hear me on this. We've established an advisory committee, and this committee is designed to help make decisions for this church that will affect us long term. I believe that this committee is going to turn into a trustee board that as we move forward in this process, that this board will help us design what we need in terms of infrastructure and processes to at some point by the end of this year, I hope, that we'll be in position to launch as a self-governing, independent church plant. Somebody ought to say amen. Now, we will still uniquely be change point, but we will be change point Northeast Anchorage. And our Raspberry Campus and the leadership there are excited to see us moving in this direction, and they are behind us 100%. 
And when this does happen, if it happens this year, we are going to celebrate together, both campuses together, of the goodness of the Lord that we can stand on our own independently. I think that's awesome. So we'll continue to focus on growing together and building strong community and sense of belonging together. My desire this year is to see each person in our church family spiritually partnered together with other followers of Jesus Christ who have the same spiritual trajectory as we do. We'll continue volunteer leadership training and development. We don't have a volunteer pipeline right now, but we're working on one. And this volunteer pipeline is going to be built to, to effectively train and develop uh, volunteers and to build and grow and train and develop leaders as we work towards establishing a, a discipling culture, a culture where each person is learning how to be like Jesus, how to be like Jesus, how to be who Jesus would be if he were us. And so part of this this volunteer uh, training pipeline is going to be a welcome orientation to our church where we'll learn about the vision and the mission and the doctrine of our church, who we are and where we're going. The second part of that process will, will be how you get connected to our church and be part of this church family, how, to, how you can start a discipleship group of your own and maybe have a small group in your house that you can open up to others. And then for those of you who are aspiring to be in leadership in this church, we, we are establishing a leadership development curriculum where we can help you grow as leaders so you can learn how to lead, not just in ministry in this church, but wherever you go, outside the four walls. And so we know that it's impossible to do all these things effectively on Sunday morning. So one of our initiatives this year, as we demonstrate the heart of Jesus Christ, and look to be able to be the hands and feet of Jesus is to have an office right here on the northeast side of town. And so a team of us went out this week. We began to look at office space. The office space will be designed for us to have a presence here in this community, a place where we can meet, where we can have gatherings, where we can do training, where the youth can meet for youth ministries. And we can do things together during the week that we can't do right now because we don't have a place to meet. I think that's pretty exciting too. Thank you all three of you. And then finally, as I wrap this thing up, we want to maximize our outreach effort this year. We've done some incredible things as a church family, and we have five initiatives, five church initiatives that we've, that we've done really, really well, and we want to do them better this year. Thanksgiving blessing where we fed almost 900 families last year. We're going to be, get involved with that. Yeah, Absolutely. The Gold Nugget Triathlon, where we had a number of volunteers. This year, we want to have even more volunteers. It's a great way to, to reach out to our community, let them know that it's not just about church within the four walls. It's about us being part of the community and being the hands and feet of Jesus right there where people need us the most. Vacation Bible School this year is going to be held in Mountain View. And so we'll be reaching out to the Mountain View community. Appointment will continue to grow as we reach out as, as a team of men to, to meet the needs of widows, single moms, and the disabled. 
And then fifth, this is not uh, one of our initiatives in times past, but it will be this year. Luis Palau is coming to Anchorage. And he'll be here in May of 2014. And already there are almost 100 churches across this state that have come together in unity saying, we want to change the culture of our state. And we believe that the way that we'll do it is by churches uniting around the common goal of proliferating the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we believe that as, as Luis brings his team here and churches unite, we believe that what will happen to our state will have long-lasting effect long after he's gone. And so this year we're going to partner with the Luis Palau organization and Love Alaska and be, and, 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 uh, and be a missional community working towards seeing this thing be successful. Okay? So now. What does that mean for you? We'll be looking to you this year, family. We'll be looking to you to get involved. We'll be looking to you to be the hands and feet of Jesus. We'll ask you to take a look inside yourself and see if you're on the fence. And we'll ask you, we'll courageously challenge you to step off, to get off the fence, step into ministry both inside and outside the four walls here. The body of Christ is only complete as each part does its work. You know, I, 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 at risk of being vulnerable, um, I'll say this. You know, I know that there are people in this body that are gifted at things that I am not. I don't consider myself an excellent teacher, but there are those of you out there who are. I don't consider myself an excellent communicator, but there are those of you out there who are right here in this church family. We need leaders, teachers, communicators, and you are here. My spiritual gifting is a pastor, very pastoral. It's who God has called me to be. So it's easy for me to shepherd people, to, 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 um, to get in people's personal affairs and business. Up close and personal, isn't that right, Key? That's just how God has wired me. But if I try to do everything, this church will fail. And in much the same way, if you don't bring your gifts to the table, the church will be incomplete without you. We are looking to you this year to get involved in a very powerful way. Okay. So, this is your church. Bring your gifts. Use them to the glory of God. This is your family, your church family. Be eager to get involved and what God is doing with us as we move forward this year. I really do believe that the best is yet to come, and we ain't seen nothing yet.